Our success is only as limited as the stories we choose to believe. And our success is also as good as the stories we choose to tell. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Virtual Entrepreneur. The title of today's interview slash podcast slash discussion is how to get started with storytelling for your business. I'm interviewing Graham Brown today. So my name is Herbert Innocent. If you are new to this podcast, you're very welcome. And today I am talking with the storytelling expert, Graham Brown, about how to get started with storytelling and telling stories for your businesses. Welcome, Graham Brown. Thank you, Herbert. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm looking forward to this. Awesome, awesome. So Graham Brown is a very well-known expert in the subject matter of storytelling and has kindly agreed to join us in this discussion to share his extensive knowledge and wisdom and experience so that the entrepreneurs in our audience can understand how we define success and how we tell stories about our business, about what we do, and how we shape those stories ultimately so that we can reach our objective in everything that we do through storytelling and our businesses. So, Graham, thank you again for joining us on this discussion. Let's jump right in so you can share on how you got started with our audience and so that they can learn what you've learned and also apply to all, to their business and their situation and their cases in terms of storytelling, but also getting to know you as a person. So. What usually happen in this episode is my first questions are usually tailored towards your background and experience in the field of storytelling. So the entrepreneurs in the audience can understand who you are, where you're coming from and how you got started. And then we're gonna jump into your thoughts of what you do if you had to start all over again as an entrepreneur, because you are, as I've learned, you're an entrepreneur, you're an author and you're a storyteller. So you've done quite a lot of all these things and a lot of our entrepreneurs in the audience are most likely aspiring to do those and they're just getting started. And then, so the questions that I'm gonna ask after they're gonna jump into your thoughts or what you'll do if you have to start over again so that the audience can understand how they can apply all this knowledge, what they're learning into their situations in today's world. And to kick off my first question is, could you tell us a little bit about yourself in terms of your background, education, and maybe even your experience with storytelling and how did you get started? Hmm. Thank you, Herbert. Well, I consider myself a storyteller when people ask me, what do I do? Because actually that is probably one of the worst questions I am answering. You know, what do you do? What's your job officially? I'm the founder of a podcast company uh, because for me, podcasting is the ultimate medium for storytelling. But when people ask me that question, I'll tell them rather than what do I do? I'll tell them I'm a storyteller and I help people tell stories because we all love stories, right? If you can remember at school, the teachers would say, gather around. Yeah, that, the best teachers were always, always the best storytellers at school, right? And you'll remember, I'm sure Herbert, you know, you remember from oh, your absolutely. college, absolutely. there was that one teacher, you know, he or she inspired you through stories and you remember the subjects. And that's really no different in business as well. So it's now, how do you teach people storytelling? How do you train them to tell better stories? That's what I do in an essence, in a nutshell. And my career has weaved 
through many aspects of storytelling from writing to podcasting to being an entrepreneur all different facets of storytelling so hopefully that's what we can talk about tonight awesome awesome i think uh you're right there when you were talking I, I kept remembering you know uh the teachers and the stories they told and it's true it seems the subjects i learned the best were the ones where i could remember the story because i could connect uh, 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 all this story to the element and one quick example was uh, i had this female physics teacher now physics was the hardest subject for the students we didn't do we uh, uh, the content felt very dry but she had a way of explaining by being uh, visually, you know, she, I, I remember one particular example where she would talk about uh, the double effect and she explained how the cars would go mm. passing by and making that sound. And she was so visually and into the content to this moment, I can still remember that. So I you think- remember uh, her name, right? Exactly. You remember yeah, I remember that. I remember everything. How is that? I, mean, That's I amazing, love the module. Uh, yeah. it, it, it was quite uh, it was quite the experience and I suppose what you mm. mean here is for business owners we need to create this experience mm, for absolutely. our customers yeah I think it, you know it was Maya Angelou the author and writer who said that people will always forget what you told them but they will always remember how you made them feel now think about every single business presentation you've ever seen you know, you've been to an event, you've watched webinars, and it was the guy that did the bullet points and the PowerPoints and the slides that kind of bored everybody, even though it may have been really technically interesting. And yet it was the guy that told the stories that engaged people. And he probably was very light on technical detail, but grabbed you. And Richard Branson said that fundamentally, being an entrepreneur is being a storyteller think about that that what do we do as entrepreneurs a big part of what we do for example you may be raising funds you, know, you may be asking friends and family or you know investors angel investors for funds that's a story yeah you know they buy the story more than anything rather than the numbers and then you may be selling so if you're an entrepreneur you're selling i don't care if you're a, you know, you think of yourself as technical or whatever it may be, you are selling in different forms. That is ultimately the purest form of storytelling. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. packaging information and making it relevant to somebody. That is what stories are. Whether it's physics and the Doppler effect, she knew how to make it relevant to you. She was engaging. She connected with your senses yes, yeah. and told you in a way that okay i get that and that that's exactly what we do as entrepreneurs when you're selling to a customer mm. and if you're you're if you're an entrepreneur and you can't sell you can't be an entrepreneur right yeah. you have to sell if you're selling you're taking information and packaging it just like i give you another example of a mm -hmm. story which people don't think a story so herbert people tend to think stories are once upon a time mm. But I give you an example of a really powerful story told recently, flattening the curve. So you remember when a year ago, when they talked about the COVID pandemic and flattening the curve, you know, they had to get this curve down and it was going to squash the instances cases. That's a fantastic example of data storytelling. 
It was a story just like a Hollywood movie that had a beginning, a middle and an end. And it had the rocky road of challenge and the departure, all these kind of scenes you see in fantastic hero myths. It had all of that. So storytelling has many, many different forms. And it's not just, you know, the, the classic fairy tales that we know, right? But ultimately it's, you know, it's, um, one second. Yeah, it's just all about conveying information. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And now I suppose what I'm gonna try and jump into here is into your story, because one of the things that we had uh, discussed was, you know, getting to know. So for an entrepreneur, right, uh, who has mm-hmm. a business and they're packaging all this information into a story. And the idea here you're saying is they want to deliver this to their audience. Mm. What exactly are they doing in fundamentally if you were to tell them into a story packet, into a story, if you were to give them an example as in, mm. you know, what you're doing is this for your audience. So mm. that's something that they will remember and always feel as an example. Would you have one on top of your head? Like what would you think that they're doing there when they're packaging that story? So if I was a, an entrepreneur, what sort of tips would I take away to package a story, to sell something to somebody? How, how could I use a story to do that? So, yeah, because one of the things I think is, I think you talked about this in the past is, I'm not, so sometimes it feels like you're compelled to tell this story, mm. this grand, mm. crazy, beautiful, impactful story, but you've never told the story before. <laughs> Mm. So you're wondering, how can I create a Hollywood-style movie story, right? And so what I'm wondering is, how does an entrepreneur with a simple product who just mm. wants to sell, how do they go about this process? Do they have to be yeah. the expert? Do they have to go and learn, you know, all these fundamentals? And No, they don't like, okay, so here's the thing about storytelling is you mm-hmm. don't need to be a fantastic storyteller. Okay. The, the stories you need are already, already written. That's the point, right? So if you're an entrepreneur, let's say you are a consultant, an IT consultant, or even if you are a plumber or you, whatever it is, right? That what you should think about, and one of the most compelling stories you can tell to somebody is why am I doing this, right? So what is the origin of this? Why are you creating this service or selling this product? Because if I understand where it comes from, I'm connected to the story and the product in a, in a much more engaging way. So let's say, for example, you are Bob and you have a an IT services company. You're selling security, right, to facilities managers. It's a very dry subject. Mm-hmm. But you're selling it to facilities managers. What is the story of how you got into that, right? So I got into this because I used to work for this company. I saw a problem. I'd worked there for 15 years. Um, I decided that I was going to leave the company and start my own business. And that's why I'm doing this. That's called the origin story. That's a very easy story to tell. You know, I was a kid. I came to this country when I was a teenager, you know, and then I, I, you know, I always felt I was an outsider, started my business. That's an origin story, right? Mm. Everybody has an origin story. And by telling an origin story, you can create engagement with what you're doing. Because what it does is help people understand the problem you're trying to solve and why you're solving it. Rather than I'm just selling something, I'm selling a product. 
nobody cares but yes. if you tell me the why behind it then to me i understand what you're trying to do here yes yes that makes a lot of sense and i suppose uh, another thing that i wanted to touch on there you talked about you know uh the origin story and mm. i wanted to get to uh dive into your origin story a little bit uh we talked mm-hmm. we discussed a little bit about the idea of you know uh how we define success as a, a story that we ultimately write ourselves and i think mm. for entrepreneurs especially at this stage that they are right now that i'm considering right you've started your own business and you are starting to make those sales and really the story you tell yourself about where you want to take that business can make or break because it determines this decisions you make what mm. path who you partner with all these important things and rather than discussing and telling uh you know you should do this you should do that i wanted to get your experience because you were an entrepreneur you sold the telecom mm. business if i remember correctly and you mm. went on to this uh grand adventure lived on a few islands can you tell us a little bit about that back story of yourself there mm. so i did have a telecoms business which okay. i started in 1999 mm-hmm. when telecoms was really picking up and it was a business that sold research to telecoms companies and not just telecoms companies but anybody interested in telecoms mobile telecoms so we sold to MTV we sold to Disney we sold to the European Commission we sold to everybody every telco every manufacturer in the world we started that business with nothing and we grew that business over 12 years quite substantially it was a niche business it sold uh, research focused on young people and mobile phones we were the only co- with the only company in the world doing it And so in 1999 when it wasn't a thing nobody wanted our research but in 2000 2001 when all these telecoms companies were looking at young people and texting and value added services as they called it we became like the go-to people in the world for this huge fast growing industry so you know our phone was ringing people were buying our reports I was flying all over the world to do presentations about young people and mobile phones. So that business was it grew crazy. It grew for 12 years and then at the end of the 12 years when I had enough and I wanted out, I remember saying to my wife that I don't want to start another business. We didn't need to start another business. So I had this opportunity probably the only time I'd ever get it in my life to say what do I want to do? and uh I didn't want to start another business because I hadn't taken a day off for 12 years. I think I had took a couple of days off when my son was born. And uh you know, you, you know what being an entrepreneur is like, it's just crazy crazy. You're just like constantly on, on switch all the time. Mm. And so I said to my wife, what do we do? And then we decided that we would travel the world. Now we initially were going to go for 6 months. We we're going to travel the world come back but uh we decided once we started traveling we we took a a flight from so we were started in London where we lived and we said what's the furthest we could go obviously that was New Zealand <laughs> that was the other side of the world so we flew to New Zealand uh, me my wife and my 6 year old son we had three suitcases 
and we decided we really liked traveling we really liked living out of a suitcase it was very liberating and we ended up traveling for four years wow. <laughs> so non-stop and um, we lived in places we lived in tropical islands uh, we put my son in schools locally and to learn the languages and cultures and it goes to the point we talked about earlier about storytelling is that you know life is really a story and if you want a better life tell a better story that's really it you choose the story you want to tell and why not you know people say oh i'll do that when i win the lottery but you know what you're more likely to get struck by lightning than win the lottery right so what are you waiting for you anybody can travel the world it doesn't cost a lot of money like if you're a virtual entrepreneur you can live and work anywhere in the world right of course not now because of covid but the point is is that the limitations are here right limitations are in the stories we tell about ourselves so that was my adventure four years living on tropical islands lanzarote subtropical it's lanzarote cyprus we lived corale um puerto ventura off africa um, we lived in okinawa um thailand phuket did the lot so it was good fun and a great adventure that's a really beautiful story that's very uh, empowering uh and i think uh it really so for you when you were you know you were when you were doing that when you you know you defined uh success and were you a storyteller back then when you started that did you see yourself as a storyteller back then when you, when you were going on that adventure not really no um because you, you know the thing about storytelling is that you learn it you learn the craft you see people doing it you you learn from people in the industry you see people like steve jobs telling stories you read about this you pick up points and tips and then you know like steve jobs says is that you know you make sense of life joining the dots and storytelling is a bit like that is that you you know careers are like a, as an entrepreneur your career is like t-shaped right you start with this bar of the t the column where you become a specialist and you come really good at this one thing and then as you get older it's the top of the i lost my question here <laughs> <laughs> okay so tell us about your experience on mentorship did you have a mentor when you first jumped into this journey on learning about storytelling mm. um no i didn't I mean the mentors that I have had have been the people I've studied books audio I read a lot of books I'm a big fan of Seth Godin in marketing I love the work of Malcolm Gladwell I listen avidly to the work of people like Steve Jobs any entrepreneur I think us entrepreneurs the mentors that we do have are often other entrepreneurs yeah. we read about mm. these are the most powerful stories right I remember being my first ever job when I came back to London from Japan when I lived there in the 90s was I uh bought a book which was just a collection of stories about entrepreneurs that in, I was working and that inspired me to go and start my business I was reading about very traditional entrepreneurs people like Henry Ford, Onassis, Rockefeller, you know the pre-dot-com days oh, okay. the big entrepreneurs you know that I was reading that and I thought wow this is amazing because when I was a kid I didn't have anybody in my network or family who was an entrepreneur we were very much working class 
So the only entrepreneurs you ever knew were like plumbers and builders, right? They weren't real entrepreneurs in the sense of like growing a, a scalable business. They were just handymen. So I had no advice, no one, nobody like an uncle who said, yeah, come and work for my business for the summer. So everything I learned, I had to read and listen to. And still to this day, I think these are great sources of stories. And what would you say maybe was your roadblock that you faced earlier on that you had to, to, to overcome before, you know, starting telling these stories and inspiring leaders and, you know, business owners to create their own stories? Hmm. One of the big roadblocks we all face, Herbert, is this belief that my story is not worth telling. I find that in people like myself maybe you have that doubt sometimes when you're starting out very much on all entrepreneurs face this i see that as well as leaders you know i work with ceos of businesses large organizations management consultancies multinational firms and that's often their self-doubt because i'm not richard branson because i'm not barack obama I'm not worthy of telling my story. And that is very common in all entrepreneurs that who am I to tell my story? We're very good at business, but when it comes to storytelling we kind of think, mm, you know, I'm not I'm not a billionaire yet, so maybe my story's not worthy of your time. However, I can guarantee that your story is interesting. There is something fascinating about it like you you know you this kid that came from a different world to Ireland when you were a teenager you know you studied you know that must have been tough right that was a a transition uh, you know that's the same as any hero myth you watch any movie whether it's marvel or you watch lord of the rings it's always that departure leaving somewhere and going crossing the river literally in many cases so everybody has this doubt because we see all these very powerful imageries on our um, media in TV these narratives which we feel like these billionaires these stars and just me i'm just a mortal but i'd put it to you that everybody has a very interesting story and i felt that doubt as well you know why me why am i qualified to talk about storytelling but here's the good news however is that you don't need a qualification to do anything in this world right unless you're a doctor maybe um but everything else you just have to step up and say i can do this so how what was the process like of you overcoming that if an entrepreneur if an an entrepreneur is stuck in that place right now you know they want to make their website they want to tell a story but they're stuck mm. what was the first step for you to overcoming that yeah so i give you an a tell your story like my dad was in the marines mm-hmm. and uh he you know, one of the things the marines do is they do that thing where they spin their uh, rifles right you know they sort of spin it around and like show off with it mm-hmm. and as a kid i would often he he wasn't in the marines when he'd left by the time i was born but i was just a joke of i used to watch it and laugh why is silly why do they do that what a waste of time and when i was older he explained to me that the reason they do that spinning the rifle is to develop what psychologists call controlled failure which is you know you spin it because if you drop your rifle 
you pick it up very quickly. So you develop this ability to what do you do in a situation where you drop a rifle in combat, you pick it up very quickly. And that trains your brain to deal with failure, right? And there's something called rejection therapy, right? There's a great book out there and it's called the fear something like the fear of rejection i forget the name it's about rejection therapy it's by an author called jia jia jang he's a chinese immigrant to the us and it's a fascinating book and it's about his story of rejection and what he he does and he he does this amazing video series about it on youtube you can go and look at it on youtube it's called 100 days of rejection And what he does in in this 100 days is every day he goes out and he gets rejected by something. So like the first day he's sort of going to Dunkin Donuts and he walks into Dunkin Donuts and says, "Can I have a free donut?" And they're like, "Say, get out." <laughs> and then he'll try something else. And like every day it gets more and more outrageous. And like so one day he goes up to a he goes into somebody's front garden and he knocks on the door. of this house and he said um can i plant a flower in your garden and this guy's looking at him going you crazy son he goes no but if you go over the road there's a lady over there and she'll let you do it and so what i'm talking about is this controlled rejection this controlled fear that he's learning that rejection is not fatal it doesn't kill you and if you constantly practice rejection you master it you learn like you're in control of it right it's not in control of you and so rejection therapy is real now to your point about storytelling our fear of doing it is fear of rejection which is oh if i tell you my story you might laugh <laughs> or you might think who are you and therefore we feel rejected it's very personal it's not like oh here's a product when you tell your story it's a bit of you it's a bit of herbert it's a bit of graham out there and i feel very vulnerable when i do it like you may laugh if i tell you that you know when i was a kid i was into pop music like duran duran or something whatever it may be and you you may think or oh, what an idiot he's really uncool and therefore i feel rejected but if you keep practicing this like the spinning of the rifles right you learn to deal with it so my advice would be is that the way you can get good at this is keep telling stories in small ways every opportunity you get tell a story every, take every opportunity to do a podcast take every opportunity to do a presentation take every opportunity to write about what you do and you will get really really good at this because there was a time when I was really bad at this but now I'm training other people to do it and that only because going back to my dad and they're spinning the rifles that I just kept practicing that every single day that is a really fascinating story I I really enjoyed that and I want I have a question here which is a uh, Would you have like a particular story that you think could really sum up your earlier experience, you know, uh in terms of storytelling but also your journey because in this case you are our hero, you know, you've gone from one place to another and I wanted to understand would you have a story that sums up all that together in a package? 
as an example. Thumbs it all up. Uh, let me have a think about what the key story is. Well, let's go back a little bit, shall we? Mm-hmm. That I graduated with an AI degree, funnily enough. Mm-hmm. in 1995 which is 25 plus years ago so it's last century right mm-hmm. and uh, I wasn't a storyteller I was an AI graduate and you can imagine now if I was an AI graduate I'm like, oh, Facebook Google lineup mm-hmm. but back then nothing yeah. back then if you were an AI student you got you taught AI that was it that's the only pathway is go back and teach this stuff right so I graduated and like they didn't have any jobs out there for AI in 1995. Like you was, I was too ahead of the time. I was like, you know, there's a head of the curve and there's like really head of the curve, which is useless. And that's what I was doing. And they didn't have anything for me. And they eventually suggested I went and taught English in Japan. And I did that because for me in the 90s, Japan was the future. It was opportunity. It was where you went if you were an entrepreneur you went where the action was this was you know sony and toshiba and tdk and everything exciting at the time was in japan Mm -hmm. so i took the opportunity and i went and taught english in japan as my first real job and that taught me everything i needed to know about storytelling and communication and culture and how we connect through story how do you and i connect even though you're and the west coast of Ireland, I'm in Singapore, even though, you know, you were born in Africa and I was born in England, even though, you know, we, we connect on this similar ability to share stories, right? We're both entrepreneurs. And so for me, that was the best learning because, you know, I trained in one thing and took a different path. Now, the interesting part is that we look at where we are now. The reason why okay, we seek out stories now we're so you know why do people listen to podcasts why do they listen to you know like true crime podcasts or history podcasts why are people fascinated by these human stories it's because we are increasingly becoming disconnected we are increasingly in the era of the machine you know we're living virtual lives run by ai so i feel like now ai and podcasting happening at the same pace because of each other the reason we're doing more podcasts is because we want to create more human connection because we're increasingly in a world driven by ai and i feel that that for me is like full circle like 25 years in the making that there was a reason for ai and it's here now that the real reason for why i'm here is to help people tell stories in a very human way and that is thanks to artificial intelligence because because of that we're increasingly seeking out authentic and engaging human conversations. That's a really beautiful uh, story. There, I think it has it, it has a, 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 there is this thing where I've, I've been following your you know your your talks on you know storytelling and how you've been explaining them, and I'm noticing paying attention to this. I'm noticing the full circle, the hero returns, you know. <laughs> So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a very beautiful cultivating and I think it works and I think it works uh, as a you know creating those memories but also those connections you know I think mm. stories really do help us connect I can't say the amount of times I've listened to people and you just feel so inspired you know mm. so I really agree I can I can empathize so deeply with those experiences with those uh, 
with that journey uh, i have one final question here what final thoughts mm. would you have maybe to help our entrepreneurs get motivated get started with their storytelling you know and take it to the next level hmm you can become a student of storytelling and there's a great book called um which features the hero's journey it's called the hero with a thousand faces by joseph campbell and you can easily look this up online on wikipedia if you don't want to read the book but if you see the hero's journey which you've just mentioned with the full circle mm. then every single movie every single amazing movie that you watch consume book you read podcast you listen to every single great presentation you know that was done for business will be some version of the hero's journey and once you see it you can't unsee it and it will blow your mind because you'll see scenes that are in every single movie and you'll see for example like Steve Jobs presentations and you think wow that's a movie script the hero's journey so it's a diagram it's a circle and it contains these scenes i'll give you a flavor right and i've mentioned it already but to, for your listeners is like pay attention to the departure scene because it's in every single story ever told right so um let's say you watched uh i mean more let's say marvel or you watched lord of the rings watched, for example yeah 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 everybody's watched these or like marvel, harry potter yeah. or these kind of things mm-hmm. lord of the rings is a scene where they they leave the shire and they're jumping across the river to get to the other side right mm. now is the river is like a physical barrier you have to cross it and if they they leave safety and they go on to the unknown right the other side that scene is in every single movie ever right in different forms in subtle ways big ways um that scene exists Now the reason why I'm saying this is because you'll see it everywhere. And you watch a Steve Jobs presentation, it's in there. The the departure scene. Very consciously because he knows how to tell stories and it's there for a reason. It, it there we go to the beginning, it's the why. Why am I leaving? Why am I leaving comfort and going and taking a risk? Like every single entrepreneur here listening has a departure i left the bank i started a consultancy mm. i left this country i moved to that country mm. it's a departure and this is a pivotal part of your story mm. and learning to tell that is an important part of being a successful entrepreneur like selling raising money connecting with people so your question was what advice would you offer it's study that because once you see it not only will you become a better entrepreneur in storytelling but you also ruin every single movie you ever see because you'll be sitting with people saying oh that's the departure scene and if you want to go oh, what are you talking about but you know what happens next because mm. they're all very much from the same fabric and that's the beauty of storytelling is that you don't need to be an amazing storyteller you just use stories that exist already mm. and there's only a few plot lines ever written and you can leverage those to your own benefit that is awesome that is awesome thank you so much grown for such a great interview slash discussion uh, on this topic and i am sure all the entrepreneurs in the audience have learned a lot and how you know how you got started with your storytelling uh, for businesses and how they can use that 
in their own situation so that they can you know they can go and start sharing their stories about their businesses about their products about what they are passionate about because the end the at the end of the day the aim of this goal is really to take your passion attention to business but also successful one by sharing what we care about so Graham, before we go away and you know i know you're on a very different time zone joining us from all the way there from singapore could you tell us a little bit more about yourself how can our entrepreneurs learn more where can they find out more about yourself so that uh you know they can learn more about storytelling and how to tell better stories and things like that hmm. thank you herbert well thank you for the opportunity to share as well really enjoyed this and for being a good great interviewer as well great host uh, go to my website my personal website is graham d brown g-r-a-h-a-m that is with the h grahamdbrown.com there are videos there about storytelling i know you've watched a few herbert already which i give away free just because I, i'm passionate about it and i feel that you know the more people can learn to tell stories that the better they can achieve outcomes with what they're trying to do whether it's in business or life and go and check it out and if you like my stuff there's contact details there you can reach out to me Perfect, perfect. Again, thank you so much, Graham Brown, for taking the time out of your daily, busy daily schedule and sharing with us. And thank you to the entrepreneurs for joining us on this amazing discussion with Graham, uh, with Graham D. Brown on sharing his you know, story and his adventures and his expertise so that we can also get started on telling better stories. And you can get started telling better stories about yourself, your business and your product. So again, I am Herbert Innocent and you have been joining us on The Virtual Entrepreneur. Thank you for tuning in. I encourage you to go and invite you to check out Graham Brown's products, especially his books on storytelling. And I know he has a lot of amazing, amazing videos and he has done a few really good interviews that when I got in there, I was just sucked in, watched a ton of interviews. He's just that much good in terms of getting stories out of people as well as telling stories. So I'd invite you to go and check out grahamdbrown.com today so you can learn more about telling stories about your product, yourself and your business. And as always, have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you on our next episode of The Virtual Entrepreneur.